0: You might have some people over to your house, or maybe you'll visit someone else's house for Thanksgiving. There are numerous customers of Garage Experts that have, in their reviews, noted that they could actually use it for more than a garage now, have events, have parties, because of just the overall look, the customized storage. But the epoxy flooring, is the aesthetics of it, the moisture barrier component to it, and uh, that could be a great place for your thanksgiving perhaps and you may think to yourself well that's silly and maybe it is for some people but i'm just telling you it changes your garage into an additional room it's like adding a whole new room onto your home and you think about per square foot how much you pay for your house and how little attention you pay to that room uh, as much I and mean, so for some people that's the biggest room in the house Or at least it's the second behind your living room area. It is that garage. It's huge. It's massive. Yet it gets dismissed. Unless, of course, you have garage experts with a transformation. You can see what they do with my garage a couple years back. If you go to our Facebook page, which is 1041 Nick Reed, under the videos, you can see it there. It's garage experts. Great idea for Christmas. Trump-backed Republicans sweep statewide elections in Louisiana. You probably didn't even know that this was going on. You would know if Trump-backed candidates had not won, there would be all sorts of conversation about it. Breitbart reporting that the Trump-backed Republicans have completed a sweep of Louisiana's statewide elections with victories in Saturday's races for Attorney General, for Secretary of State, for State Treasurer, a month after Attorney General Jeff Landry won the governorship in a jungle primary. Louisiana Solicitor General Liz Merle, First Assistant Secretary of State Nancy Landry and former U.S. Representative John Fleming all received former President Donald Trump's backing on Thursday and went on to 30-point victories in their respective races Saturday. Trump called the candidates outstanding in every way and shared that they have his complete and total endorsement. The Trump-backed morale bested Democrat candidate Lindsey Cheek by 30 points in the race for Attorney General to replace Landry as he moves to the governor's mansion. 95% of the vote reported as of Sunday. Secretary of State, 66.8% of voters voted for Trump-backed Nancy Landry, giving her a 33-point victory over the Democrat Attorney General Collins Greenup. I'm not going to pretend as if these were close races and that it was Trump's endorsement that pushed them over the line. I think it's fair to say they would have won by what they won. I I, I don't put nearly as much stock into endorsements, even from Trump, as so many people do. But the reason I bring this up isn't because Trump is responsible for these victories But if there ever is any sort of loss by a candidate that Trump supported, it doesn't matter that he really didn't have any sort of actual impact in the endorsement, because it does all of a sudden. In other words, regardless of the circumstances, if a candidate that Trump backs loses, we hear about it as proof of something. But when a candidate wins that Trump backs, it gets dismissed. And like I said, it it in all likelihood, in a situation like this with the conditions on the ground, Trump's endorsement is not what made these individuals win. And so you can't look at it and go, aha, see. But on the flip side, every loss should not be treated as if it is directly connected to Trump. I mean, I think ultimately we recognize the theme here. Any candidate that loses, regardless of the conditions that Trump supported, it is an indicator as to Trump not having the support that he once upon a time did. Anytime. But when it comes to the wins, that every time component isn't applied. That, uh, that that's connection, whether it exists or not is not recognized. Trump was speaking at an event. Um, I'm not sure where this was. I think it was in Iowa. And he talked a bit about Biden. Of course, Biden was at the Apex summit. This is where the Democrats gushed over the communist dictator of China, tripped over themselves to... Accommodate a person that presides as president of his country over slavery and concentration camps. And there was a couple of different events in which Biden, by the way, he's turns 81 today. I suspect, are they going to lean into this? Not to get sidetracked here, but they've got one of two approaches. They can either try and ignore it or in order to counter the criticism of ignoring it because age is an issue with Biden for a lot of voters, will they lean into it? Oh boy, he's 81, but he is just the spriest, sharpest 81-year-old that we've ever seen. Happy birthday. We should all hope to be like Joe Biden when we're 81. So far, not a a, a great to-do being made about it, but he was, uh, he was there to take a picture, and he really did with all of these different world leaders, these individuals that were involved, and y- you can see in the video at one point this void in his eyes as if he doesn't know where he is. And I don't mean what state am I in. But you are watching the different uh, people and they're getting in their places. There's little X's on the floor, I'm sure, where each one is supposed to stand. And Biden is looking around. And then he looks up almost as if he, he doesn't know who these people are, what this picture is about, what this event is. And he's, he's trying, it seems in his eyes, just, okay, I don't know what is going on here. Trump references that. We'll play the audio coming up here in just a couple of moments. We do need to get the latest news update. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The Nixa Police Department is asking for the community's help in finding a missing woman. Genesis Relia was last seen around 4 a.m. Saturday on West Care Avenue in Nixa. Police say she needs medication she doesn't have with her. Springfield City Council will meet tonight, and on the agenda are a couple of issues for construction and expansion. Funding for the Jefferson Avenue footbridge will be discussed, and City Council could formalize an agreement to access funding from the state. That bridge has been closed since 2016. Also, Council will Consider a grant to help fund the expansion of Eastgate Avenue from Division to the Compte Road. That grant would provide almost $3.5 million in funding. And in sports, tonight the Kansas City Chiefs host the Philadelphia Eagles in a Super Bowl rematch. Catch that game at 7.15 on ESPN. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. First alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Showers storms today, high of 51, rain 40 tonight, and... Mostly cloudy tomorrow with a high of 47. <laughs> President Trump speaking at the Iowa Commit to Caucus event. This is in Fort Dodge on Saturday. He talks about a couple of things. And, and it's pretty standard for Trump to, I think some would call, some call it stream of consciousness. And that is just whatever comes to mind. Uh, some would call it meandering. Whatever you want to call it. Within a couple of minutes time, he d- he talks about Joe Biden. He talks about Joe Biden. And I think he's referring specifically to a photo shoot that was taken at this Apex summit in which it was very clear. Joe Biden for, I don't know, five or six seconds was very confused um, and not just the standard. Well, which way do I go? But you see the look on his face where it's just like a blank mind. He doesn't he doesn't know who these people are. All of a sudden it's as if he just woke up in a in a brand new world. And it, you know, it's just a, like you said, Sarah, it's it really is sad to watch. It is. I I, I mean there is a human component to it and I don't know There's somehow a difference, and it must be one of those things that you can just tell as a human being between when he does or says something idiotic that may be part of his mental problems and you laugh about it or you roll your eyes. But but every so often there's something that is stark enough to where you do feel just sad as a human being that these are the last days of his life. This is... He, he has, he's being used, much like Diane Feinstein was, um, and of course, that's how she used her, her last days on Earth. It wasn't surrounded by family. It wasn't spending time with grandkids, but instead being wheeled around for political purposes in order to keep the seat warm. And you see that with Joe Biden, and there's just almost this dark coldness within the Democrat Party that uh, people are just to be used. And it doesn't matter if it is your final days, it doesn't matter if um, it is something that is scary at times and confusing for the person, they will they will use that person until they're dead. And then of course, use them after death for voting purposes, you know. <laughs> I mean, they, they've long had this relationship with the dead, the Democrat party. But uh, all that aside, so here, Trump, he, he talks about that. He also talks about corruption and China, um regarding Biden and this again in Iowa on Saturday
1: Joe Biden was in San Francisco for a summit with China looking like he had absolutely no idea where he was what was happening what the hell he was supposed to do he walked up with a man who looks like a piece of granite right he's strong like granite he's strong I know him very well President Xi of China And he's standing there, Uh, you know, he's a fierce, he's a fierce person. Now the press doesn't like it when I say good things about, but you know, what can I say? He runs 1.4 billion people with an iron hand. And they say, oh, he said good things about him now. He happens to be a very smart person. If I say a certain leader is smart, that's controlling a big part of the world, the press gets upset that I say smart because that's a good thing, no, no. Very smart people, these are very smart people, but they're dealing with very stupid people. Our leader, our leader is a stupid person. Our leader... Our leader can't get off this stage, you see this stage? When he's finished with a speech, by the time whatever it is he's taken wears off, and he's, <laughs> he's looking, okay, thank you, thank you. How do I live?
0: He's wandering around the stage is what's going on here.
1: That's what happened. This is the guy we have keeping us out of nuclear war. And by the way, I've been indicted more times than Alphonse Capone. He's the most vicious of all gangsters. If he took you to dinner and if you didn't look proper, if you laughed a little bit, he might think you're laughing at him, it's dangerous to laugh. He'd kill you immediately. He was indicted one time, I was indicted four times. Once I got indicted the first time though, I said, now the gloves are off. Because out of respect for the office of the presidency, very important, I never hit him this hard. But now I say it, he's the most incompetent president we've ever had. He's the worst president we've ever had. He's a total crook. A total crook. I would never say those things, because, just out of respect for the office, I would never say those things, but now you can say it. We have a crooked president who gets money from China. That's why. Everyone says, he's so weak with China. You know why? Because he got a lot of money from China, and they know how much we don't. And Jamie Comer and Jim and everybody—they're doing a good job, but you don't ever find out the real numbers. But China knows the real numbers, and it's a lot. And we have a uh, a president who's very corrupt and who's uh, controlled very much by a lot of foreign countries.
0: And this is not a man that should be running our country. So that was uh, Trump in Iowa. What are the things about Trump that I find? I guess interesting is the word. Most people, unless they are extremely disciplined, can get sidetracked. I'll do it. Generally, though, it is in some fashion connected to whatever it is that you're talking about at the moment. He, though, will jump from one subject to another in which there really is no apparent connection whatsoever. And that's the thing about him that is, it, it just, it's different than the standard, oh, I got distracted and went down this path. For example, he's talking about... Biden, this is the guy who uh, is going to protect us from nuclear war. And then all of a sudden he goes, by the way, do you know I was indicted more than Al Capone? I, it just <laughs> I, there, There's no connection whatsoever. It is remarkable that someone who whose mind operates that way, seemingly unfocused, managed it, not just as president, but in his life, To get so many things done, we tend to associate people who are distracted with never getting a job done, never being able to finish anything because they're so easily distracted. But when Trump is up there speaking, you would think that he is the most distracted, disjointed individual ever that you've sat and listened to, yet you look at all of the things he's accomplished and it just seems to be a complete contradiction. It's quite remarkable. Joe Biden also at an event. He was at a Friendsgiving dinner with service members on Sunday, and there was a little girl in the crowd, so we know what that means. That That's the thing. See, Trump, he gets distracted by his own thoughts. Random thoughts, but his own thoughts. You want to throw joe biden off you put a a little girl in the crowd and here he is he's, he's wrapping up and he sees the little girl
1: and that's what you do so thank you thank you thank you and i love your ears i love them they're really cool what's your name catherine, catherine what a beautiful name that's my mommy's name well nice to see how old are you 17
0: six what the heck kind of question is that? Are you seventeen? I'm more caught up on the ears. I guess she was wearing that you, know, you couldn't tell in the video. It the girl reacts the way so many other little girls do around Joe Biden, and she kind of curls into herself, right? Um, which it's I like. Why your ears. anyone They're really? Yeah. Cool. Why anyone puts a young girl in front of Joe Biden is beyond me. But nonetheless. Parents continue to do it, and it doesn't matter how uncomfortable they become. And she crawls into herself, you could see, because the camera's off to the side back behind. And she's kind of curling up. And he, I guess they, it, it was reported she had some sort of earmuffs on, and that's what he was talking about. Why would you ask if she's 17? Yeah, that's weird. He's a weirdo. I mean, is he, like, gauging legal status? I mean, what, what are you 17? Remember he did something similar He was in Mexico, or there was some some country. Maybe it was in South America, and there were all these girls dancing, and he fixated on one young one and talked about like when she grew up or so. Yes, I do remember. remember It was just it was. Yeah. This guy cannot be a normal adult around girls ages five to fourteen. It's just impossible for him. But. We are supposed to all pretend as if it's perfectly natural, normal behavior, and there's nothing wrong whatsoever. And no matter how many girls feel uncomfortable, once upon a time, we would say if any adult ever makes you feel uncomfortable, they, they do not have the right to do it. You tell someone. But now we just ignore it. I mean, you could see them uncomfortable, and, and we just ignore it. It's a wonderful message to young people. A couple of things KSGF.com. Like While you're there, you can register to win a pizza party at Godfather's Pizza. Also, all things Christmas, Crown Power and Equipment sponsoring our page at ksgf.com that has a listing of Christmas activities through the area. Uh, Like you, we noticed that, uh, well, maybe you didn't. Some of you on social media, you notice people, maybe you're one of these people. Hey, uh, does anybody have a list of the parades? Hey, we live in such and such area. Do we have a parade? Does anybody know? In fact, I saw somebody posting, or I saw the posting yesterday on social media. Hey, does Republic have a have a, have a Christmas parade? That information, those listings, you can find at ksgf.com. Again, sponsored by Crown Power and Equipment. Whether in just a moment, plus a number of different protests disrupting California, uh, well, there's one disrupting California Democratic Convention, Oregon Democratic Party counsel, uh, canceled a meeting because of credible threats. And these are all, they're, they're not right-wing Trump supporters. It's not the, the, the white supremacists that we're all told we have to worry about yet again in what appears to be somewhat of a repeat of the dnc in washington where left-wing activists tried to storm or they did storm at least the the stairs of the, the facility there causing a lockdown in the capitol and elsewhere it's the left-wingers their own party activists that are posing a threat we will be talking about the revelation in some of the new uh, January 6th footage that was released by Speaker Johnson, that'll be coming up in, uh, well, before the show is over. Evidently, Biden also, at the event in which he asked a six-year-old girl if she was 17 after complimenting her ears, one of the other um, uh, comments that he made during that event, over the weekend, Sunday it was is a lie that he has told before the rnc they have a clip of it out and it's a quote from biden saying i was going to play football at the naval academy until i found out the other guys in the backfield were a guy named roger stobach and joe bellino Uh, then they know biden has repeated this lie many times before there is still no record of any of it ever happening and that is pretty much the footnote to every story that he's ever told uh, America, or let's see. Uh, okay, first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Showers and storms today, a high of 51. Rain tonight, 44 low, and mostly cloudy tomorrow with a high of 47. To the American transmissions, talk and text line. Corbin, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. Uh, you know, the one thing that Trump has
2: got, and it, I, I mean, this is a gift. Very few people really have it is i mean he can get up in front of a crowd 30 40 50,000 people easy and whenever that man speaks he's making a connection with each and every one of those people out there he's not he, he's not talking at the crowd he's talking to each it is individual very it is very
0: there. conversational i would say yes <laughs> that's for sure and and, and and whenever he
2: makes that connection i mean i mean you're you're just trying to grasp on okay what's the man going to say next you know so it doesn't matter if if he wants to jump from one subject to the other god loving he can do that because he knows the people there are are they're they're just waiting to listen you know the, 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 what's he going to say next who who's he going to slam you know you know you know where, where where's he where's he going to go with this at the end of the day people, and and that's why his crowds are so massive. Even when you're watching him on TV, you're you're making that connection. And and that's a really hard thing to do.
0: Very few broadcasters
2: can really do
0: that. Well, and you can't But, but you can't a, fake it's a gift it. Trump has. Yeah, you, you can't fake it. And you, you can't fake likability. You can't fake that connection. And he clearly does have it. Uh, and uh, I, I haven't really ever talked. Corbin, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. I haven't really given my personal uh, per I guess perception, uh, I don't know if that's the right word. Everyone receives things differently. For me, that particular speaking style that it it, it for me is not my personal favorite. But I recognize it clearly works. And how do we know that it works? Because people continue to show up just like Corbin is saying there. Uh, It certainly is different. Just because it's not my personal preference, that doesn't mean that it's not good or it doesn't work. You know, there are a lot of singers that I personally don't like that clearly they are very talented because lots of people do like them. It's just a personal preference thing. Uh, I'm not real huge into speeches anyway. I, I just, I, I don't know what it is. So I have funerals and weddings, these things. They always bore me because some there are talking and just, you know, for the sake of it and so forth. But for a guy, <laughs> it, it, it is also a contrast, a total complete contrast to Biden. A guy who even with note cards, flashcards in his hands. He cannot manage his way through a speech for more than five minutes. Trump can just get up with no notes whatsoever for a couple of hours and just go on and on and on and on and on and talk about anything and everything under the sun. Anti-Israel protesters disrupt California Democratic Convention. Yet another arm of the Democratic Party got rattled by nearly a thousand anti-Israel protesters at a convention held in Sacramento, California, Saturday. Demonstrators barged into the Safe Credit Union Convention Center and opened doors to let in more people, a security breach. That prompted officials to clamp down and nix some events scheduled for the evening, according to the L.A. Times. Sherry Yang, the communications director for the California Democrats, said due to circumstances beyond our control and for the safety and security of our delegates and convention participants, we're canceling tonight's caucus meetings, hospitality suites and vote fest taking place at the convention center. Protesters reportedly marched around the convention center with free Palestine signs chanting for a ceasefire, which is something that the terrorists have been pushing criticizing Biden over his administration's support of Israel in the fight against Hamas after terror attacks on Israel last month. Demonstrators reportedly blocked delegates from entering and exiting the building. At one particular event, a U.S. Senate candidate forum protesters staged a sit-in and a small group disrupted representative adam schiff and katie porter who have not called for a gaza ceasefire but did not interrupt representative barbara lee who ended her remarks by calling for the ceasefire so as he reward the behavior Naomi Goldman, a Democrat for Israel, California board member, said she was eagerly anticipating meaningful comments from my party on hate speech and violence targeting the Jewish community. Well, keep waiting, sweetheart, (laughs) because we're all supposed to believe that it ain't happening. We are supposed to believe that what the Jewish people are going through is the exact same thing that Muslims are going through in the United States, that they are facing the same hate, that Islamophobia, in fact, anytime anyone in this country ask the White House about the rise in anti-Semitism on college campuses or elsewhere, they immediately begin telling you that Islamophobia is the problem. Democrats for Israel, California, well, I mean, you just shake your head. What, why, why, what does it take for some of these people to recognize that the party they're in for these Jewish individuals in the Democrat party, it is, I I mean, they're not your allies. They are not your allies. So here you have anti-Semitic left-wing protesters. Disrupting the California Democratic Convention to the point that for the safety of the participants, many of the events had to be canceled. Meanwhile, the Democrat Party of Oregon canceled the budgetary meeting and holiday party for this weekend, this past weekend, over reportedly credible threats of pro-Palestinian protesters. DPO's state central committee planned to meet in person to discuss the 24-25 budget and hold a holiday party. However, DPO Chair Rosa Colquitt said in an email obtained by the William Met Week that she canceled the events due to a credible threat of pro-Palestinian protesters. The note read that we have received highly credible information that we cannot confidently hold safe and secure in-person DPO events and meetings this weekend. This is the contrast between what is really happening in this country versus what we are told is happening in this country. And of course, we are told that the number one threat is white supremacy. The number one threat to this country are supporters of Donald Trump, yet here we have Democrat event after Democrat event after Democrat event that is being cancelled due to safety concerns and their left-wing protesters. They are some of the grassroots of the Democrat Party that are storming the Capitol, that are rioting at the DNC headquarters last weekend causing the, the. of course, there were attacks on law enforcement. Six law enforcement officers were injured. The Capitol was shut down. And now you have in blue states of California, in blue cities, Oregon and in, uh, or California and in Oregon. They have to shut down their events, not because of MAGA folk. Not because of white supremacists. Not because of right-wingers or 1776ers or those crazy constitutional extremists. See the difference in reality versus what they tell us is actually going on? Speaking of reality versus what is actually going on... (laughs) There is a lot of awakening that's occurring in this country. There is an awakening regarding the true dangerous anti-Semitism in this country and the recognition that it is not on the so-called right, not Trump supporters, not Donald Trump, but Democrat activists. But the other awakening that is occurring is the recognition that the United Nations sides with the bad guys. I have argued this for a very long time. To me, it is absurd that we even associate with the United Nations. And they are beginning to show that they aren't quite the organization that many people thought they were. There's a headline. I'll share some of this with you coming up. Israel, Israeli women betrayed by UN women's rights groups after Hamas rape crimes. And what is occurring here, more and more of the leadership within the United Nations is feeling comfortable coming out and siding with the terrorists. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Hey, Green County Garage Doors. Jeremy Toth, owner of Green County Garage Doors, is a great guy. And last week we were just chatting about some of the things about garage doors. It may not sound that exciting to you, but did you know that the springs in your garage door have a life expectancy? They're not meant to last forever. Now, I know that may seem obvious, but there actually is essentially an expiration on them. And it's not date, but it's the amount of usage. So... Uh, I think um, – were you in here when we were talking about that? So, yeah. I th- didn't he say on average 3,000 opens and closes is what the, the life of a, of a spring is? Yeah, and then he actually went in depth about on average like how many times per day people actually use their garage. Right, and so it goes by very quickly. Now, there are different ratings, if you will, of spring. Some are meant for 10,000. Some are meant more. Some are meant for less. But the fact of the matter is, much like oil in your vehicle, yeah, you can go beyond it, but you're playing with fire to some degree. And I, I, as a person who has had springs go on a garage door in the past... Recognize, like many of you, that yeah, they don't last forever. I just didn't know that there was such a specific amount of time, and that once you get beyond that, it is just a matter of time. And you may get lucky; it may go longer. But when you think about the amount of times that you open and close, and open and close, and open and close your garage door, especially if that, like a lot of families, that is the front door. When they get home, that's the door that they go in. That's the door you go in. When you leave, that's the door you go out of, and you don't really use the front door that often. Point being, you may be right now calculating in your mind, like, you know what, we've never even had our springs inspected. Have them inspected. Because having that inspection done, you can find out if that's something that you need to take care of now or you know maybe you're in a good place. And again, yours may be, of a life expectancy longer than the 3000 cycles. That's something that he and the experts can answer for you. So I would reach out to him. It's 85 bucks and you get a a full inspection of the type and they'll tighten things where they need to be tightened and they will do lubrication. Do not use WD-40. That is not something you want to do. He can explain why that is as well. Um, So Green County garage doors, find them under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com It's my recommendation for you. Israeli women betrayed. By the United Nations, women rights groups after Hamas rape crimes, women rights groups and officials in Israel who have been working tirelessly for the past six weeks to document cases of rape and gender based atrocities carried out by Hamas terrorists during the mass brutal terror attack in Israel on October 7th have noted the United Nations is ignoring them. They say that they have also shared much of the evidence, some of it horrifyingly graphic and all of it extremely intimate with the United Nations groups that are supposed to protect and empower women, yet they are ignoring them. Sarah Weiss Mowdy, a senior diplomat and legal advisor in Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs, told Fox News Digital, we've sent letters and shared graphic documentation. Their silence is so deafening that it is sickening, end quote. What I don't understand, she says, is that we provided very graphic and descriptive evidence of rapes, including gang rapes, and the remains of semen on young girls. It was not good enough for the UN, yet data provided by the Hamas Ministry of Health is accepted and quoted without any verification at all on the UN's or on the UN women's website the only reference to Israel since the October 7th massacre deals with the devastating impact of the crisis in Gaza on women and girls where Hamas's ministry of health estimates more than 11,200 people have been killed of whom some 4,500 are said to be children and 3,000 plus uh, said to be women and by the way these are numbers that you hear in the mainstream media, because once again, the mainstream media, like they did with that hospital hoax, are taking without questioning information from Hamas and reporting it out there. And the United Nations are portraying the atrocities against women as something that is at the hands of the Israelis. The United Nations has long not been part of the solution when it comes to humanitarian purposes in this world. They are part of the problem. Now, their own behavior has demonstrated this on numerous occasions whistleblowers have revealed that in some of the poorest countries in which UN workers have these food camps that are set up so that young children in particular can come and get food to eat that they are forcing them or they were forcing them to have sex with them before they would give them food and this was a widespread situation and it was just known to be that way now you never hear about any of these people going to prison You never hear about individuals being held accountable. Outside of their own behavior with their own people, they prop up the worst players in the world by treating them as if they are treating them the same as if they were the best players in the world. When you take somebody like Kim Jong-un Who provides over North Korea, which can best be described as hell on earth, and you put him on a human rights commission as the United Nations has done, it elevates these individuals. It validates their behavior. I like many of you for the longest time, almost flippantly would refer to the United Nations as being useless. It is not useless. It is of great use. The problem is, it is of great use to people like Kim Jong-un. It is of great use to people like the communist dictatorship of China who presides over concentration camps and slavery. It is of great use to terrorist organizations such as Hamas. There is no question. That we should have absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with the UN and the fact that we continue to... See, here's the problem. While the United Nations validates terrorists, while the United Nations validates dictators, we validate the United Nations. So we're validating the validator. We sh- I-, I don't know what else needs to occur before we begin to and I know what would happen if anyone proposes this, the left would just pitch an absolute fit and how we we're trying to isolate ourselves from the world and there would be a lot of individuals within the Republican Party as well that would talk about how we need, you know we need not isolate ourselves with the world and this is the one place we can come together and try to keep peace and, and what a horrible message it would be sending. How about we send a message of accountability? Wouldn't that be nice for a change? Springfield's Talk 1041, i I'm Nick Reed. It's interesting to see that the cancel culture crew apparently is the same as the pro-terrorist crew, which... In the in the world of speech, I suppose arguably is a form of terrorism. It is to use threats and intimidation to keep people quiet. Now that's obviously much, much different than physical uh you know, terrorism. There was a skit on Saturday Night Live on Saturday, and it's the the host was Timothée Charlemagne. Charlemagne Charlemagne. He's in the upcoming Wonka film, which is the it's about Willy Wonka and how it was that he became Willy Wonka, apparently. One of the big controversies that has existed is that you have um oh, what's his name? Playing an oompa loompa uh instead of a small person. Which is crazy. But that aside, there there was a, a, a skit that was done and Timothee Charlemagne, he played a character that was contemplating suicide and he was, you know, he's in the window and then three of the SNL guys see him and they're trying to convince him not to kill himself and trying to. You know, find something that he loves, and he talks about how much he loves his music, and then he plays it for him, and it's really bad. So they're in this uncomfortable position of trying to tell him that his music is good, so he shouldn't kill himself. And then they ask him, they're, they're, he says, Will you retweet it? And they're like, Yeah, we'll retweet it, trying to keep him from jumping. And then he says, Well, the name of my band it's HA, uh, it's Hamas, spelled H A M A S, to which they're like, You want us to tweet out something, but Ham- it's spelled Hamas, and Evidently, the pro-Hamas cancel culture is now calling for a boycott of the Wonka film because the sketch he was in made fun of Hamas.